0: caught Mm -hmm. him
1: (laughs) Nah, whatever it's the evening this time Ah,
2: it is yo 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 (laughs) yo what's going on my brother how you doing man good good third key podcast
1: episode five hey man we we made made it five episodes 95 more 95 more we can get syndication
2: (laughs) um hey yo what's up everybody welcome to the third key podcast with uh one of my best friends aaron a.k. wait hold on man is the music loud man i feel like the music's still loud man i'm showing with you man come on man get the get the get the volume going down what are, what are we little doing a bit, little bit yeah what are we doing okay <laughs> now look uh shout out to novelist man shout out to novelist man love, love those records but welcome to the third key podcast Boy, Chris McCloud, with one of my best friends right here, Aaron, a.k.a. Young Direct, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of Nintendo Direct, that is, and we'll get more into that later. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple things today, man, since we didn't wait a million years. We're going to talk about some key acquisitions, uh, you know, about some big companies that I'm sure you guys have heard of. We're going to talk about that latest and greatest Nintendo Direct that just happened. Mm-hmm um we obviously got to talk about that Mortal Kombat trailer man like we have to talk about that and we'll talk about the abysmal showing that was BlizzCon so (laughs) um Aaron man before we kick things off I mean what you got going on man anything new anything you want to talk about with the people um you know, I know you're an action figure junkie. You, I mean, I mean, you you want to get some of your shit off, man. Like, what's up, man? I know I curse, but you know, you you wanna, you, you want to get some of your some of your ish off for the people, man. <laughs> what's going on, man? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't been doing too much. You know, I was supposed to start God of War and all that fun stuff. I didn't do that. Yo,
2: before <laughs> you even start, did you watch Judas? In the I did.
1: Side. Ah, there we go. That's
2: what okay. I to, yeah, well, all right, all right, all right. I just got to make sure. <laughs> all right, go ahead. We're talking about
1: that. All right, go ahead. Okay, um, yeah, cool, cool. I forgot that I had uh, I had taken some of these pictures. you the one that remembered, but um, uh, yeah,
0: where were these pictures taken? Is that right?
1: Go- Google, huh? Listen, <laughs> did I say, did I say? Anything
0: to trigger that? Alright, whatever. Google. Hey man, Google better turn. What the hey, Google. From music? On home she about
1: to play what does the Fox say on my whole
2: house? That's like I'm being pranked right now. Hey man. Hey Google. Turn the mic off. Hey man, only on Thurkey Podcast back Live.
0: The
2: back on. <laughs> hey Google. Hey, 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 your boy is over there playing playing music live. My hey, man. Goodness. Hey, man. Hey, man. You wow. can't make this stuff up. Hey, this stuff up. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Hey, man.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't happened to me uh, yet because um, I, I have just had that thing sitting right next to me the whole time. Uh, anyways, I didn't do nothing but build furniture. I bought a bunch of new bedroom furniture, so I haven't been doing too much. I've just been playing Hyrule Warriors, which I enjoy uh okay I, I don't know i like it's it's got a gameplay loop it's meant to be kind of addictive and, I, and uh you know i like running through it's got a lot of ocarina of time references in it and stuff and i like anything that's ocarina of time so uh that's been cool uh other than that i got some new aew figs darby allen orange cassidy i uh i went and picked up the whole star fox crew from that little uh world of nintendo line they're cheap but i think that these star fox ones look nice. Um. I got the, you know, the Figma, the Japanese company made a PUBG guy. I, I had to get it. I played so much PUBG. How am I not going to get the figure for the game I played so much? Then um, I picked up Vicious from uh, Cowboy Bebop, and uh, they re-released this Ava Unit One figure uh, that was going for I don't know four or five hundred dollars. And then they said we made a new version of it, sixty bucks. I picked it up um and i also picked up uh, every world of nintendo zelda thing that i could find because again it's ocarina of
0: time majora's mask when Waker, why not and uh i like no comic figures yet but
1: into the spider-verse best comic book movie ever had, had to be cop time had to had to pick them up and they look good too
2: was it the best because the soundtrack was so uh raw
1: i mean everything. Everything was the best That's, about that. That movie. soundtrack
2: was raw. Uh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of that, <laughs> I played I, I played Miles Morales on PS Five. Oh, did you? Yeah, and um soundtrack man. I heard like, that. it was just like it was raw, bro. Like it, it wasn't as raw as Into the Spider Verse
1: because they didn't have that licensing power.
2: Yeah, they didn't have that licensing for Biggie, <laughs> but um it was just like. It was hard for me to like want to rock with Peter because Peter's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Peter's just not cool at all. Spider Man's cool. Peter's not cool.
1: I, I did hear so. the, the, <laughs> that that they um
0: you know, that their uh, Miles Morales is not as cool as, uh, you know, no, <laughs> the no, the Spider Verse no,
2: because one. Cause he's like a super nerd and miles morales which which i'm cool with because it's like you know obviously we always talk about black people being multi-faceted this kid's like you know super smart scientific like genius like peter you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like like they have a lot of things in common as far as like the intelligence
1: and um i think it it's another one of those things too where, where these these movie writers are like just a little bit better than like comic book writers <laughs> and they kind of made like a better Miles Morales
2: it, uh, I, I think they just went out of their way to make him more nuanced
0: mm-hmm. like,
2: in, like he still rocks Timberlands and he still rocks you know like he still has like I, I'm going to use the air quotes because it's trash like the urban look like you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. he's still hip hop you know what I mean so it's like it's, it's still he's still hip hop Mm-hmm. But he's smart. Like being hip hop doesn't mean you have to be a drug dealer or a gangster. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. it, you can be all of these things and still be like, I want to get straight A's and still, you know, understand break dancing and understand, you know, graffiti and understand, you know, the, the fashion. You can still do all of that, man. So mm-hmm. Miles is like really. Spider-Man really should be in 2021, which is why Brian Michael Bendis, who is, you know, one of the Marvel goats, which is why I think when he wrote the character as a white male with a Latino child and a uh, black child, I don't know if you know that he has a black child and a Latino child, that um, he kind of set that set that new bar where it's like look bro like i ain't trying to hear nothing about being woke none of that I like I, my kids are my like my, my kids are my kids and i refuse to make characters that my kids can't look at and see themselves mm-hmm. and so he understands yeah that's probably that's that probably was a big Lord. thing
1: and that was and it was such a huge opportunity and they knocked it out of the park
2: oh my god
1: rules oh my god
2: yeah <laughs> it's very good. very
1: good um anyhow so yeah i got that and i do still have a, a pre-ordered like the eighty dollar figure from GameStop. Luckily, GameStop picked up the exclusive rights to it, and I get to pay eighty dollars for it instead of importing it for a hundred and forty dollars. But which, nice. which figure is this? It's uh, it's it's Miles Morales, but he's in he's got the jacket on, he's got the the Jordans on, and the Jordans, you know, they can't make them exact Jordans, but they look they look basically they take- like the exact same sneaker, but without the Nike swoosh on them.
2: So, so they couldn't get the licensing
1: for the Nike shoes. Oh, oh no, the toys do not get the license. <laughs> hey, they did for the movie. The, the movie I was so the,
2: surprised. Yeah, the movie. And for the game, for. for the game, they got the Adidas uh, well, license.
1: Yeah. But they couldn't get that. They still couldn't get that Nike one though. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Nike, Nike wasn't having
2: it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um. All right, man. Come on. We always do this. Okay, look. Let's get on topic. <laughs> um. Okay, bro. Let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. You are our resident Nintendo fanboy. Um, and everybody loves Nintendo. Uh, has there ever been a company that can do basically anything and basically do things poorly and still be loved universally like Nintendo? Like Because it, it, I have my opinions about this Direct, and I'm sure you're going to give yours. Oh, but. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, see, and a lot of people, you know, I think people still set expectations pretty high and, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know. I keep my expectations low. I've probably been doing that since Wii U. (laughs) you know, like my expectations are on the floor. Uh, and and the way that they do things now is that you're not hearing about the biggest, newest, hottest thing, unless it's coming out in six months and not breath of the wild two is not coming out in six months. Uh, Metroid prime three is not coming out in six months uh you know all the big stuff that they kind of wanted to see i was just like none of it's gonna be ready so whatever we get to me i was uh i was good with um and they had some stuff for me um uh and i liked it so i'll here i'll throw this on in the background just as something to have on but I, i wrote up a little recap of it you know i was watching it um live and and reacting to all of it but obviously the the first thing they opened up with was was smash um and even Smash, three more characters left for the whole game. They've already, like, been, you know, they just had Sephiroth. And I'm like, they got to, one of these characters is going to be a Pokemon or another Nintendo character that no one cares about or something. So there you go. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 character, which from what I could find, even Xenoblade fans were not I I I, 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 don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know, at least, um, it started off looking like a, uh, just another sword character, but, uh, she can kind of do the, the old chic thing where, uh, she can immediately switch to Mithra, Pyra, Mithra, Pyra, Mithra. I don't know. Um, but it doesn't even have a a transformation phase. You hit the button and you like snap right over to the other character, which I think is kind of neat so uh I'll,
2: I'll say this if she ends up being like ludicrously good then all of a sudden people <laughs> are going to talk about how big of like uh like fans they are of the series and and i and i'm saying that because i remember when everybody was playing with um what's your boy man i'm i'm blanking on on his name just because we're talking about it uh your boy Mar- fire emblem marth marth Yes, and all of a sudden, There's everybody was like, fire. "Oh man, oh, uh, a huge Fire fan." No, no, you're not. No, you weren't. No, you're not. You're lying. But it's okay. I get it, because you have to be the cool guy that likes the game that nobody likes, right? That, that's how it works. Yeah.
1: Well, Xenoblade already has a pretty big crowd of people who like the game that nobody likes, but uh, they all like the first one and uh, the the first one spin off. I forget what it's called now. Um, and nobody, this one got real, uh, anime waifu and it got, I guess it had a lot of like those gotcha, like, uh, you know, kind of gambling mechanics to trying to earn and find different sword girls to wield kind of weird. Um, and that's what we got here. This is the two main sword girls that you capture like Pokemon and wield as the main character. I don't know. That's uh there you go. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, um, Some of the smaller stuff, uh, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, Return of Mario Golf. Uh, They had like a 3DS game. Nobody was really into it, but hopefully, you know, yeah, they put up, they put up Mario Tennis uh, for a switch and that didn't do too well. I I think that this looks a little bit better. It's got, they put a story mode in it of some kind uh, and it's got speed golf where you're literally all hitting the ball at the same time. And running down the field to get to your ball and you can get power-ups that make you run faster or hit people or do other stuff. And I was like, I don't know, that sounds that sounds pretty fun. It's, a, it's, it's taking some new steps for it, so I think that that's cool. Um, the HD2D people uh, that did Octopath Traveler are doing a strategy RPG called um, Project Triangle. I never was into strategy RPGs but you know it looks like uh, a nice beautiful HD 2D version of Final Fantasy uh, Tactics for PS1 kind of um Okay. So it looks cool but uh um I don't know not I've never never been my cup of tea. I don't know why I, I just don't have um patience or whatever for it but uh but yeah and yeah fall guys is coming out uh, famicom detective club coming out which was uh until now nintendo made visual novel series for their consoles that never came to america i guess it's cool uh i don't know if I'll, i don't know if i'll get it but but you know this is the kind of stuff they're talking about samurai warriors 5 that's coming out and everything uh i guess that's the first time that's been around since like 2014 so it's coming back uh i don't know why it disappeared for so long but um that's neat, I guess. So
0: on a lighter
2: uh, note, on a lighter note, I want to ask you something. What? Do you feel that Eastern game design has regressed?
0: Mm, I, d- I guess it depends on who you're talking about.
1: Uh, but I don't know. I don't think it has regressed. I think that they have struggled to keep up. That's how I would, what I'd say. Uh,
2: so you're saying that they've become stagnant?
1: Oh, like uh Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um well, great. See, but that, that was, was them like catching up. It was Western. Yeah. That was them catching Not up yet, to yet.
2: everybody else. <laughs> so 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 this is so this is what I mean when I say that. Eastern game design style games. Right? So you take a game like Breath of the Wild, that was obviously a Western RPG.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. It was just made by Nintendo, but it was a Western RPG. Um, and then you can go to like we was talking about Ghost of Tsushima where game designers in Japan were saying that Japan should have made this game. Like, there's no way that Americans should have mm. made this game. And, yeah, Sucker Punch is American, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, American company. Yes, and Sucker Punch is American. So, they're like, yo, there's no way Sucker Punch should have made this game before we did. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, it's like, do you feel like they've become prisoners of their own pop culture? Like they're not willing to kind of leave but leave that area. Like it like I was playing um Colvain. Did you play Colvain? mm I remember and, hearing about it. I was just, just bored out of my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well their thing too is that uh, again, I just think that they don't care to keep up with anything. They make what they want to make and you know, there's certain things that are super popular with them and not with the rest of the world and they'll just keep making it and the and uh I think we also, you know, kind of uh idolize and romanticize stuff like uh old school Japanese samurai movies and stuff like that whereas for them they're like I don't know. Maybe that's not all that cool to them. <laughs> like maybe they're not they want anime girls and uh gotcha games and stuff like that more maybe that's that's uh, that's generalizing far too many people from Japan but um
2: you no, know no no i mean I no, no but i get i, I get <laughs> i get what you're saying no, i get what you're saying we like game design over here is about that gritty realism and historical precedent mm-hmm. digging into the you know, people want it to be as realistic as possible over here you know what i'm saying like it's like the games that become like super popular games like these gritty realistic games
1: yeah Um, and we've had we've struggled figuring out with what people even like really i think that's what we've been uh, honing in on lately in america as far as you know 360 ps3 generation people were just like blatantly struggling to copy anything that was remotely successful but now it's kind of figured out the formulas they figured out how you can put certain things in place to get people kind of and they keep playing the game. Um,
2: well, it, it's it's weird that we're talking about this because um, and I guess this stays on subject with Nintendo, right? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about the difference I see between Sony and Microsoft's approach to games, and you know, I was like, well, Sony seems to be honed in on like this third person story-driven like simulator type of game what open world like basically doing the ubisoft except way better than ubisoft like doing the thing that ubisoft thinks they're doing better Mm -hmm. than them which is like hey we're gonna do third person action games with the open world that let people play for like 100 hours and that's the game
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and then microsoft is going more of like this pc style like PC like if you're going to, to uh Steam right mm-hmm. Steam has a lot of great games mm-hmm. but it has more just good games if you get what I'm saying like it, there's a Steam is full of good games and some great games <laughs> so yeah. like if, a, if if a game comes out on Steam the likelihood that it's some like blockbuster game of the year style of game Mhm. isn't likely. But you'll get like your currently Valheim, right? Has 500,000 people within a week. And it's not necessarily going to make your oh my god game of the year list, but it's like people like it. Mhm. Um or
1: Yeah, there's a lot more of that these days. It's like you know, yeah. you uh, you can find success um and it doesn't have to rely upon the reviews. That's the other thing is that yeah they, they've learned to bypass the reviews as well.
2: Yeah, um, and and it's like certain segments of games that wouldn't get attention. Mm-hmm. Tactics games, um, RTS games, um, um, tabletop RPGs. Right, right. Um, like things that simulators, things mm-hmm. that PC players. Like I, I just tend to say this about PC players. And I'm saying this specifically because I don't, you know, you don't want to incite council wars or whatever. (laughs) PC players just tend to be more intelligent game. They have a wider range of games they will play and make Mm -hmm. popular. They'll still play whatever the big thing is. Mm -hmm. But they'll also make some game that makes no business being big a big game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they'll find the nuance in making that game successful. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense to people, but I I'm just like they're not as mainstream driven gamers as console gamers. Right. So but, they're willing to see success in smaller indie games or whatever. I think Valheim got made by like five people.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I and I do think that it's it's making its way towards uh. Um, to, to console as well it's getting there but you know console still is kind of like the new cycle almost drives like what the next big game is people will just buy what the next big game is <laughs> because yes. they're talking about it but.
2: so like marketing <laughs> marketing and popularity plays more into console game mm-hmm. where with PC games the community is like close knit it's humongous but it's close knit mm-hmm. so it's like for some reason, everybody on PC identifies this game that everybody's going to play. Right. Whether it's Discord or whatever the hell they use. For some reason, they all pick a game and they're like, hey, yo, this is it. Like, remember when Rocket League blew up? Oh, yeah. Rocket League had no business blowing up. Mm-hmm. But it just did.
0: It was
1: just, it was, it <laughs> it was just like did. fun. And uh, yeah, PC was like, Man, this is a, this is a cool game. This is a fun game. It's uh really great. It's got really great online play. And they were like, uh, let's try to port it to everything in the world. Make sure that it's on every platform. Um and support the heck out of it. Market it very well." And yeah, I I still play that game. <laughs> I'm probably going to play that
0: game tonight. <laughs>
1: Love that game. Um well, yeah. So um I guess on uh Uh, as far as this nintendo direct goes the last big thing was uh there's that hd 2d stuff but skyward sword hd um i'm cool with it i'm happy about it uh you know they came right out and said sorry we don't have any breath of the wild 2 info for you because of course they don't it's not ready if it's not ready they're not showing it period i almost gotta think that they're that they're uh I don't know that they're, they're putting more into it. I feel like something must've happened during, uh, during development and maybe they're, uh, you know, maybe they changed a few, uh, directions or whatever. And they're, and they're, and they're doing more for it, but, uh, you know, confident that it's going to be amazing whenever we do see it. I think we'll still see it too. Um, it's kind of early in the year, but this is Zelda and Pokemon's 35th anniversary as well. So last year was Mario.
2: How are we not getting a Zelda collection?
1: see that's the thing is i think that we're still getting one so <laughs> so you know we're still actually in mario phase like mario uh anniversary kind of started around march and uh bowser's fury and super mario 3d world just came out i think everything got pushed a little bit because of the pandemic but um all
2: right pop quiz on the spot what the first zelda game come out on what, what what system?
1: what nes
2: no i don't think it was nes
1: yeah it was we talking about?
2: Was it? Oh,
1: so oh, is... it is, and that's why it's its 35th anniversary. Sorry, Pokemon is 25 this year.
2: Um I think I think Zelda came out on something else first. I think Legend of Zelda's first released on something else.
1: mm mm definitely any... What else did they have? It was that was their first system. Mario came bro, out, and then Zelda came out the next year. <laughs> just Google
2: it, bro. I feel I feel like it was some I feel like it was some super old system that Legend of Zelda came out on first, bro
1: what what's older than uh famicom I don't think there's anything uh older than that let's see um yeah famicom and nintendo entertainment system so um famicom came out on first obviously in uh 86 yeah. um
2: and then the, then the, then the nes after that right
1: right but i mean the the famicom is just uh it's just a japanese n e s they gave they made a new looking one for us
2: uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought the n e s came out like just afterwards
1: Mm-mm, that was their that was their first they, one they,
2: they came out the first at the same time
1: um oh well, no, but you know it's just it's the same system. It was the same internals it was just uh our cartridges looked different, and uh you know the whole console was different, but they had the same games on it, same two buttons and a D pad. But yeah, you know that they're that old and then ten years later Pokemon came out on the original Game Boy after it had been out for a bit. Um and both of those are gonna get it's gonna be big, but I just think that they um they're still in Mario. They don't want you to they still need to market Super Mario 3D World it just came out, everybody go buy it. We can't get you excited about something else yet. So here's, you know, but we are making a new, we're not just going to port the Wii U games. We're going to make a new HD port. So here you go. Skyward sword with button controls, um, which I'm pumped about that. That game just had some, uh, some, uh, Ooh, I, I got, I got a pair of these on pre-order too. Uh, the, of the the Joy-Cons. <laughs> those things look sweet. Man. And they are selling out immediately every time they pre-order it's crazy. But, um, so uh you know i like that game a lot i think that i hope that more people get to experience it because a lot of people kind of wrote it off they needed the wii motion plus to play it back in the day not everybody got that
2: um i thought it looked good though. i thought i thought it played super sweet with the motion controls I yeah i
1: i enjoyed it um and i think it's a really cool game it tells us the, the origins of kind of all of the legends of zelda the origin of ganondorf and zelda and and link and everything so it's it's a pretty cool story um it does cost 60 bucks but you know Trash. So, so did Twilight Princess HD, so did Wind Waker HD. Right, that's, that's that's the Nintendo way. <laughs> isn't that
2: isn't Diablo 2 coming? That remake, maybe we should have talked about this. Isn't that coming in at $40? I don't know. I think it's coming it, out of maybe,
1: yeah. They might not be able to get away with that Nintendo tax. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think about it. But, uh, Bro, you know, Nintendo, yeah, and a lot of people I, were angry about that, too. But I'm just like, what did you expect them to
2: do? Man? Nintendo Nothing was arguably, I think they're arguably the most anti-consumer company ever.
1: They just, well, they're, I think they're, they're. Uh, and they just get away with it. Their you know, head is the furthest up their behinds, so And that they do not care, man. They're like, this, according to all the other things we've released before, this is a $60 game. I don't even care. Because it was a $60 game when it came out on Wii. Actually, it probably, it probably wasn't. It was probably fifty dollars, but you know, it's a full game, therefore to them, it costs sixty dollars. I don't care if it was made, they don't care if it was made in late 2000 or early early 2010s. Uh, sixty dollar game, full price game is a full price game, they're gonna charge for it. So, I wasn't, I wholly expected it to beat sixty bucks as soon as they showed it, but that's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, so, ridiculous. so, the price is there, um, uh, you know. It is what it is. But uh, I I think that we will get um, there's going to be a Zelda 35th anniversary kind of event. I think that they will port the Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD um, and hopefully some more. I I would love to see the 3DS Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remakes uh, ported. We'll see if they'll do that. Um, And then Pokemon is probably going to have a new game announcement this year. Maybe a sequel to those Pokemon Let's Go Eevee Pikachu games they're they're due for an announcement this year so uh pokemon snap 2 plus you know some, that keeps giving. yeah some some not main game probably this year so i think that will be you know the the and the tail end of 2021 we'll see that that stuff but
2: uh it's still amazing to me that they're the number one company man yeah man
1: uh, this switch is, is just so pop- is, it's so successful
2: <laughs> it's just ridiculous it's still ridiculous like they, they sold what 100 million of them something
1: like that you, you can't find Right.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay they, stole, they sold 100 million switches, right I still I guess that's what's just what happens when you sell everything at a profit yeah everything sold at a profit <laughs> and when you sell everything at a profit you can be number one company in your country when you're competing with I don't know Sony and they and they refuse Sony to- owns movie studios they own <laughs> music they, they got music they sell entertainment items like they sell game systems and they're worth less than Nintendo, right?
1: Yeah, and they and they refuse to lower the value of their uh, of their games too. It's part of it because you know all the casual people too pick it up and they go, "Well, what do I got to get? I got to get Mario Kart. It's it's got you. it's a ported it's version mind. of the Wii U Mario Kart. It's like ten got, years old gotta now. It. Gotta get, get it. sixty bucks. I'll pay for it. They'll pay for it." <laughs> like um and you know that's that's a lot of profit and that's and, you know that's part of the reason why i think that they, they don't do budget pricing very much and if they do it's you know a part of like a, a player's choice series of re-releases after a game has stopped selling but you um, know something
2: i'll give them this since sony's up the price to 70 dollars for games which i did they officially do that is is
1: are the yes. the few sony's first
2: party games are 70 dollars are other people doing that too? Was Godfall seventy dollars? I don't think that was. I know they've just announced, like, hey, seventy dollars. That's the that's gonna be the new thing. So when God of War comes out, it's gonna be seventy dollars.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> I guess I guess Nintendo's sticking sticking to sixty, but
0: yeah.
2: Well, it kind of increases the value of their games by mistake, because mm-hmm. Sony's charging seventy, right? And for me, we've talked about this. I think if Sony, if Sony did, if they turn PS, PSN now, well, PS now into like what Game Pass is, they they, dis- they destroy.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
2: the belief in their first party titles are so high that if you told people, hey, you can even pay $70 for this thing, or you can pay $10, do- 10 bucks a month. Even though it's cheaper to pay right. $70, people yeah. are like, well... I'm going to buy any Sony first party game and it's two of them a year. So yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah it makes
1: it. It's sense. like, once we hit that, uh, once the streaming though becomes to most, in most people's eyes as good enough, uh, compared to the, the real full deal experience, that's where, that's when it's going to happen is they're going to go, well, you could pay 70 bucks for every title or you could just pay this subscription fee and, uh, buy a year of it and stay on it and keep, playing it and keep enjoying it and uh keep giving us that subscription money. That'll happen eventually, but
2: um yeah, it will happen eventually. But um well, I'm just, I'm just wondering if Nintendo will end up doing the same thing cuz I think they'd also kill if they figured out some type of subscription model they could get people to pay where they wouldn't have to buy the same over over <laughs> but,
0: they'll
1: do it, you know, they'll do it 5 years after everyone else finally does it. Because that's that's how they roll. Sure. <laughs> <True. laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. The last thing that they did on there was Splatoon three, which uh, that's cool. I might actually pick it up because they were. I feel like they were just running with the first Splatoon game and kind of just adding stuff to it perpetually. Um, and now I didn't even know a- was a, I
2: didn't even know it was. I didn't even know there was a Splatoon two. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it. there
1: was one, and and I feel like, but it was like the first one had like no single player content almost, and the second one had some, but it was like it's a multiplayer game, but with like a crappy story with the, with a bunch of trials and type type of stuff. So hopefully the third oh, one
2: it was one of those single player games. Yeah, it was still, it was still mostly,
1: yeah, it was mostly a multiplayer game. So hopefully, um, three, uh, is cooler. Um, uh, and, uh, but it's not coming out until, uh, they said 2022. So we'll see next year. um,
2: Actually, we're not even in the chat right now. Is you know Justin is always in the chat, and we just never, he just are <laughs> comment, and we never talk to him. I got it. Hey, um, is he there? Is I Jay do, there? I do got is it
1: open. No, but you know what? I will say. Uh, I will uh, message him right quick.
2: Because <laughs> last time he was in the chat, and we just like let him just talk to himself.
1: Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 I. I do have it open. Uh. Well. As a, as a quick uh, get this out of the way, I just I just had some interesting notes Um, this past week. I believe EA announced that they're going to acquire. Well, they I think they bought like a majority stake in Codemasters makers of uh, what do they make? I th- wrote it down here. F1 Racing. Dirt. Codemasters. Yeah. Yep. They, make, they make
2: Great. all the current racing games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All the current racing games.
1: <laughs> so. So
2: EA is racing game central now.
1: Yeah, they got
2: all the racing games.
1: They they had, you know um about 10 years ago bought Criterion, the people who made uh, Burnout. Um, I
2: am actually still made that they purchase <laughs> yeah. Criterion.
1: And then uh yeah, made them make other games that aren't Burnout. But uh you know, they have they have the the B teams that would make Need for Speed and then they they had uh you know Criterion. I don't know why these companies do this. It's like it's like the Tony Hawk thing again. They they buy Criterion they make they let them make Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, Most Wanted, highly reviewed, very successful, and then they go, "We need your help on um, Battlefield and these Star Wars games, though." So can y'all just like help these other teams? And then that's what Criterion did for like the last six years. Um, but they uh, they did announce you know,
2: like made one of the best racing games of all time. They, yeah, it's very appreciated. You made for Burnout Paradise is literally one of the greatest racing games of all time. Nobody cares. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and then the weird thing is that like, maybe they could have put them back onto burnout, but instead they just announced that they're coming back for need for speed. which is weird to me. Cause now it's like, okay, well you got Codemasters. Where do they, uh, maybe they're just going to make the same games, but I, I don't know what their, what their, uh, angle is there. I don't know if they're going to help other people make games or if they're going to keep making their games or if they're going to make new games. We'll see. Um, it's kind of a weird situation, but yeah, they're eating up all the, uh,
0: racing people.
2: I mean, well, EA racing is a sport, right? So it just kind of goes more into their whole sports. Yeah.
1: And they thing. did make the F1 games, which was, uh, you know, licensed, I believe, you know, fully licensed title. So maybe the EA can get a little bit more, throw some of their <laughs> official licensing power behind that one.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Lewis Hamilton. But, um, <laughs> Nah, it, it's just interesting. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Aaron. Uh, nobody cares. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Hey man, nobody cares. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> hey man, hey, what's that clip of Stephen A. Smith that everybody uses? What I mean, like, uh, it's like, oh, there's yeah, a lot. I, I, Yeah, he's like, look, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? It, it's it's so funny. But um, you'll be hearing yeah, about just,
1: it though yeah bro, but when they uh, announce what they're actually gonna do,
2: like racing games have become another council war dominated thing now where everybody's either g t for g t or and everything else just kind of happens, you know whatever like a, and um, g t
1: fans still exist does does that game still exist? I feel like that game it, always it,
2: it, <laughs> it does. <laughs> But GT fans are kind of in denial now. Like, people know Forza is like the king of
1: Yeah, well, Forza releases like, games, too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. It's, it's, it's the king <laughs> of racing. Like, they, 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 they've done both genres. Mm-hmm. they mastered the simulation, and they've mastered the arcade racer. So now they have right. both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: You can take so a like, and play a great game.
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. So the Forza team, turn 10 is like godlike now. They're a god tier. Um, you know, uh, design team, and it's it's nothing like it's they did the open world
1: to start too. Start they were like, y'all missed that burnout paradise? Here you yeah, go. Yeah, we got you.
2: We got you. Just better with real cars. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just you know it is what it is. It's it's um, they're you know, racing games have pretty much become console war, um, battleground. And the genre's not what it used to be.
0: Yeah. Well, um, luckily we'll
1: get no more Need for Speed, Heat, or Rivals with weird story mode with pseudo realistic cutscenes shot for it. And think that that's going to
0: be done for. Hope we'll Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, exciting news. People okay, care about it.
1: Come on with it. Let's go. Was uh, we had just talked about Mortal Kombat trailers.
2: Hey. And then
1: and then they dropped a new, much bigger one, uh, which I will open up by saying, just real quick, disclaimer, Cole Young is played by a British Asian actor. He's not a white guy. All I remember like was- he thought he was. All so I remember- we, <laughs>
2: yeah. we have to renege on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was that, episode four? We was going in on this, just yep. being a, a random white dude. Yep. And, and then we look at him. I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I still look at him and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> but I get it, you know. They did pick an Asian actor. We can't hate. Take the hate right.
1: out. It's and to me, the <laughs> reason why I had that, um, you know, that impression was because it was a like a mixed martial artist. So to me, I'm just like, oh, great, it's gonna be, you know, a UFC guy. Um, but it is at least an Asian actor but uh we'll see the, this, And
2: and the, apparently he's a failed MMA fighter in the film. Mm. So he's not a good MMA guy fighter. but he has a failed career. Um, and he yeah. has like some branding birthmark tattoo that looks like the Mortal Kombat symbol. Yeah, the the story goes choke. that if you if you have that marking you're uh selected for the tournament or whatever but uh why goes- does Jack's arms always get froze off by Sub Zero? Like why? <laughs> well, I got to tell a little bit of origin story. And <laughs> how do you fight Sub Zero ever and not just get froze? Right.
1: Yeah, and not be Scorpion. Everyone else, I don't know how you win, but uh, um, it's it's yeah, it's oh, weird yeah. that they they open it up with the Cole Young stuff, and then I uh, feel like about thirty seconds later, you just never see him again. The whole trailer. So I I, st- yeah. I cannot figure out how important he's going to be to this movie, but um. And that
2: picture is a great Kung Lao for people who don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I, that was not Yeah, I uh, it's like a picture of the people that I spotted in it's got, uh, yeah, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Kano, Liu Kang, Jax, Kung Lao, uh, Raiden, Milena, uh, Shao Kahn, Goro, Shang Tsung. Um, hopefully the weird dinosaur thing that you can very oh, quickly that, see someone killing. Reptile. Hopefully that's, that's not reptile. reptile but
0: we'll it see. is. It's reptile. <laughs>
1: Um, but cause you know, it looked like all the fatalities that they show at the end, it was, it was, nobody is getting killed because I don't think that they're going to willy nilly just murder the, you know, the main characters, this guy, they got playing, um, Liu Kang looks so good.
2: Melina is hot. Bro. <laughs> good God. <guy. laughs> Licking the blood off the side.
1: Yeah, dude. She looks great. I'm really the the actress they chose for her looks so she awesome. looks amazing <laughs> um i did think it's that the um night. that the that the get over here was a little it wasn't it delivered. Was it wasn't delivered it was in that way you know i i heard um yeah maximilian of fighting games and things like that talking about it and he said that you know no matter who they ever got to do Scorpion, you know, they started getting like more uh actual Asian actors to portray him in the games and stuff. The delivery for Get Over Here was always done in the same way that that original dude did it. Or sometimes they would bring the original dude or use his sound uh clips for the move, regardless of who was who was voicing him. So um
2: I actually right? feel like that was trash because I was really hoping that they would do a japanese audio version of this film like like that the ninjas would speak in japanese yeah um and obviously the other actors would speak in english based on where what country they were from you just get the subtitle right i was hoping they would do that so then we could finally get the japanese get over here you know what i'm saying <laughs> and um yeah and I i think that would have hit I think I think that would have hit with, with the with, with the fan base. Like, oh, okay, honestly, if he said that,
1: if yeah, if he said it in Japanese right there, and they had the subtitle that said "get over here," wouldn't have been angry at the delivery of it. It
2: would have been dope. <laughs> but now that I think about it, uh, because I'm, I'm just sitting there like, he's obviously Japanese. Now Sub Zero, yeah, I think Sub Zero is too, right? So like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're from Outworld though. So I don't know how the the country of origin thing would work, but whatever, whatever the Eastern country and our world is, whatever the equivalent, mm-hmm. they can be speaking in another language. I think it would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, when they're especially, and I don't think they were speaking in Japanese, but, you know, the first trailer had uh, them when they were younger and when they weren't Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting, I still think that they were speaking English in that part too. So... But they yes. could have been speaking Japanese when they were in that environment.
2: I don't know. I think it would have been dope if they would have went with like different dialects, different languages to kind of symbolize all these fighters are from different places. Hmm. Yeah. So
1: well, dope. uh, I think it it looks good and it looks kind of fun. Um, I was talking to you about it a little bit. I think that it's 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 towing that that fine line between taking itself seriously but also not taking itself seriously in a in a realism way They they take the source material and they just respect it they go yeah these people are shooting fire out of their hands and guess what they got supernatural powers that's it There no no explanation needed they don't have some kind of genetic uh mutation or reason for their powers it's just a fighter from this place and they got supernatural the history says that they got supernatural powers so and they fight and then there you go. We don't no need to uh try to turn it into something else that makes sense in movie world. Um so I like that they're doing that. And then uh yeah, there's they're they're putting all the video game stuff in. They got lots of video game moves in it. Um they got uh, uh fatalities.
2: Fatalities um, are awesome. Yeah,
1: which they're still not anywhere. I I, I doubt they will not be as, as gruesome as the ones in the game, but <laughs> Otherwise, you couldn't even get an R rating with that. But
2: you don't uh, think anybody's spine is going to get ripped from their body and held, and then frozen and the crushed?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how far you can go. I they'll they'll yeah. go as far as they can go. Their hand in somebody's chest and pull out a beating heart. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe they'll shove their hand into someone's chest and squeeze. I don't know about rip it out. <laughs> and, uh, but you know they'll take it as far as they can without an NC-17 rating, I'm sure. But uh, and then the you know they had the little uh little bit of uh, elements of the the old Mortal Kombat movie theme where we're flowing through the the cinematic theme towards the end of the trailer, which is kind of cool. We'll see. Um, I it, I feel like they got to have one or two fights with just a straight up techno soundtrack, but uh, we'll see what you happens.
2: Talk, you talking about the Mortal Kombat song?
1: Yeah. I think they gotta dun, have. Dun,
2: dun, 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 dun. I don't think they're gonna do it.
1: They gotta work in one fight where it's just got techno uh, uh, music. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, uh, maybe uh, not uh, one of the
2: uh, the main ones. But, uh... <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't. I don't. We'll see. So, so look. Okay, April sixteenth, HBO Max. April sixteenth. They, hey, they're not paying us yet, man. We ain't about to just keep throwing out HBO Max like that. <laughs> so look. All right. While we're on movies, before we move to this last thing that is terrible, we're gonna talk about Asian <laughs> films. Watch Judas and the Black Messiah. What did yes. you think? What is your opinions? How did it? How did the film affect you? Did you learn anything that you didn't know?
1: Oh yeah. Um. Uh. I think the craziest thing to me was just. Uh, I'm always interested in seeing community and how uh, when you look at things from a community level, it's it's so blatantly obvious how, not evil it is but man people were just so out to get them and to stop them and it's it's also weird in seeing how it's it's the same stuff that's, that's still happening to this day where you find one reason to paint them as bad guys and then you go with it and you dismiss everything about the entire thing so um, the acting performances were excellent um, I feel like
2: that was like the highlight of the film
0: with yeah Keith Stanford, he's
2: blue. Like, look, man. Has he won any? Any? He hasn't, but he's about to. <laughs> okay? He was so great, Daniel. So Daniel, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard a Fred Hampton speech before. Mm-hmm. Literally, verbatim. Like, it's like he studied. Like, looks sounded like him. Had the same mannerisms. He killed it. And
1: that's that's, that's way beyond like somebody just having an accent. I mean, he was yeah. like,
2: he killed it.
1: Became that character.
2: <laughs> but but Keith like, in those scenes where you could see like the visible nervousness and the and the the fear and the and like the you know how you can read somebody's face and just be like, man, this dude feels really uneasy about what he's about to do. Like oh, yeah. he just had it like completely. And you it was could tell some type of therapy after that film yeah
1: <laughs> i mean there was and there was there were scenes where it was it was obvious and there were scenes where it, it was way more subtle and i feel like you could even pick it up in the scenes that were more subtle like when he was just uh just in a room and everyone's talking about something and they ask him something where you're it's obvious like well he's gonna have to lie about this you could just still tell that he was that like like that shitty con artist like the guy that was Still trying to do stuff, but he was like, he got trapped into having to do something <laughs> way bigger than he'd ever done before and just had to BS his way for years. I mean, um, and he played all the subtleties of that all the time. Uh, you oh,
2: know, yeah, yeah you talking about that scene where he's talking about how he would beat the dude up if he found the dude snitching and yeah, he had stuff going like way that over the top, going way over the top <laughs> with the thing he would do to the guy, and I'm like. No, nobody's picking up on like the obvious uh over exaggeration that this dude is using for anything. right it was just funny man.
1: yeah i mean it was yeah amazing film everyone should see it yeah i guess that that's hbo max isn't it yeah <laughs> that's one that would have been in the movies
2: bro, look, in, the, in the theaters look, man, they're coming with the heat like look bro let me tell you something if you start, if you still got a Netflix subscription after 2021, <laughs> man, look, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like it's HBO Max coming with the heat, man. They like, look, all right, they're coming out with Oscar level films. They're about to come out with blockbuster films. Yeah, man. <laughs> they're about to come out with comic book films. <laughs> they like, <laughs> hey man, we got it all. Like, uh, it's it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. Even some of the shows. I told you I watched Warriors on there. And I was like, wow, Warriors is awesome. Everybody should watch Warriors. Dude, was, is that an HBO original? Yeah, it, it was on uh, Cinemax. Mm. You know, they own Cinemax. I think that might be where the HBO Max comes from. Don't quote me, but I, maybe that's where the Max part comes from. Yeah, I don't know. From the Cinemax acquisition.
1: I don't know, is that their originals are... they I mean, there's less of them, and they all blow every other original from... Every other average original from every other service, like, just out of the water. They're always... Bro, you can just pick a random bro, they, show. Bro, they
2: got the wire on there, bro. They got the yeah. wire on. And you don't great. have to own the DVDs. <laughs> Watch the wire. Right now. Yeah. The great. Which, to me, is still the best show ever. It is the best original show ever, to me. That's how I um, know every person in that whole show. And
0: then I see them... Bro, they all blew up. Wasn't... Uh... Wasn't it Michael B. Jordan in that? Yes, he was a kid. <laughs> he was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: He just was in it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, man. It was some stars in stars. Yeah. So, um, am I coming out of your speakers again? Are you? I don't know. You hear I feel like i I could have just, maybe
1: I maybe I turned your uh, sensitivity down a little bit too much, too. I mean, too, I mean, I mean you, you
2: want me to check? You want me to take <laughs> these headphones off and check? All, all right, right, hold on. I'll do it for you. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Hear me? Hello, hello? Only through the headphones, man. Come okay. on, man. Grow up.
1: I think I just <laughs> so, I, I had you lower your sensitivity
2: too low. Yeah, bad. come on, man. Grow up. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, we talked about that. Yeah. Glad you saw the f- um, did you and your girl watch it? Or Did you just watch it? No, yeah, I mean the lady watched it. Okay, now nah, I we'll, we'll talk about that later We gotta talk about that because <laughs> I I I also watched it um with someone else, and there was a lot of conversation about like it just lets me know that we there's no history that covers like the Panthers mm-hmm. for real. And um,
1: oh yeah, we were on the phones yeah. after that when we were looking up all and, kinds of stuff,
2: and this person was like amazed at Fred and those guys were twenty. It, it's, they were like, 21 years old? Like, well, yeah. Like, had to grow up fast back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you ain't had no choice. Been going through it. <laughs>
2: they didn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, it, it's, you know, and that was like a couple, that was a few years after Martin Luther King died. So yeah, it was they just kept like-
1: bringing up in them, which, you know, that, that would happen. That would be a kind of a, a common subject that keeps getting brought up around that time. And they were—I mean—they're were doing the same thing as well uh, that they're doing still with Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. That, yeah, would he have done this or said that or whatever?
2: I mean, and they just the answered the, the answer was always, "Well, uh, you know, he's dead now, huh?" So I guess it's not like a you know, and, and 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 saying it obviously, you know, we're laughing about it, but it's like it's comical that somebody would ask you that question, knowing what people did to him, right? that's what's funny yeah but like, oh yeah like you know let's, well Woody? i don't know let's ask him right uh, yeah but you know oh sorry we yeah.
1: can't yeah that film you know, knocked uh, the the response to that out of the park.
2: yeah it's the only response you <laughs> can get like, come on man don't ask me that stupidish yeah so okay now let's talk about something that's piss poor okay <laughs> i want your thoughts on blizzcon
1: so okay? uh, i i will admit that i did not watch the um Cause they made you go to another channel to watch any of the overwatch two stuff. But, uh, I was, I was in the chat trolling the whole time cause I was just going, okay, what do we got here? We got, we're going to have, um, you know, <laughs> they talking about world of Warcraft classic. Great. What's the next big world of Warcraft, uh, classic announcement, the burning crusade. I'm like, all right. You're, you're, you're trying to hype this up big time because, we're like reliving the history of Wow. I don't. This already came out. I've seen this trailer before. Uh, all right, cool. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I'm like, is this going to keep happening? Is 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 World of Warcraft Classic going to advance ten years and then they're going to start a new World of Warcraft Classic from the beginning again? <laughs> like, what? When does this end? Um, and then they announced the same thing with uh, uh, what is it called? Heath uh, Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. I said, guess what? We got Hearthstone. I forget what they called it. It wasn't classic, but it was like, you can play with all the original decks, all the original rules, just like when it first came out. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? What's next? You have Overwatch classic, only the original characters, uh, and the original maps with the original balance. Like, geez, oh, Pete. And then, you know, they did all that just to lead to, the only thing that they showed was um, a new Diablo 4 class and then diablo 2 remastered which looks cool but you know apparently they they screwed up that warcraft 3 remaster pretty heavy we'll see what they do with the diablo 2 one but
2: we both know what they're going to do with diablo (laughs) 2 blizzard is not blizzard anymore and people have to accept the fact that they're not yeah blizzard is activision
0: and i believe they
2: have become you know. They're not the company people just loved in. Right. Blizzard used to be like untouchable. It used to be like a fans haven type of developer. But
0: mm-hmm. I don't
2: know, man. Hardcore Blizzard fans are still hardcore Blizzard fans, obviously. Right. Um, World of Warcraft printed money. Remember at one point it had like 13 million players or something that. I it think had it like still 15 had. 15 million. And they were paying $15 a month. Yeah, I think they still have over six. <laughs> yeah. I think it's still six million players on World of Warcraft
1: i honestly think that that is when they stopped being blizzard a bit they kept going on that but it, it i think that that game became such a massive enormous money maker that they were like we got to make massive enormous amounts of money on our games even starcraft 2 they pushed that for quite a while and then they're kind of just ditched it and like it doesn't make enough money so who cares we don't need a new warcraft game nobody's gonna play it we need overwatch we need hearthstone we need uh uh uh. Did they get their own Dota game? Oh, kind of. It didn't do too well. Heroes of the Storm or whatever. Um, but, you know, they they chase all of the super big PC global mega hits. Um, and I almost feel like that's not even Activision's fault. I feel like that. I think that they
2: make the money now. I mean, Activision just makes Call of Duty. That's all they do, which is a big Call money maker. More, Call of Duty makes more money than everything on in the, in the. I think they made how much money? They made like over a bill and i'm trying to remember the time frame it was ridiculous like it made like over a billion dollars in like the shortest time frame you could ever think of
1: wasn't that modern warfare was that modern warfare the latest modern warfare launch um I, I figured uh, i think I thought that they, that it sold okay that's an under a year Thirty think, thirty million 30 million in under a year
2: and i know that they got 140 million players on warzone
0: um, they did uh mind warfare did 600 million in three days
1: that's ridiculous <laughs> when it came out <laughs> Yeah. so but <laughs> I, I, but I don't know you know uh, when you add up all of the evergreen wizard stuff I, I wonder just how much money they
2: make because they I mean, Overwatch makes big money um, no huge money and to me it's crazy cuz it's a hero shooter, right? Mhm. And um and that's like a new genre or whatever, right? Like Rainbow Six Siege just turned into a hero shooter officially. Like it's transitioned to a hero shooter. So you got Apex Legends, hero shooter. You got um yeah, they made it. I- Everyone copied it immediately. <laughs> Apex Legends killing mm-hmm. it, killing the it game. Um and obviously Halo is about to Come sort of like it, and kind of makes me sick to my stomach. But it, <laughs> um, they they be kind of silly not to like have two characters not to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see what the with the free to play mode. If you know if they do end up doing kind of a war zone type thing with, there will be different skins and different things and and characters that you'll be able to play as for sure. But it's hard to tell. But uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm just like it's it's just weird to me that Activision, it seems like they're just, you know, it is the same company, Activision Blizzard, and it seems like they're, it's, it's just Call of Duty Blizzard now. Activision doesn't do anything. <laughs> they're putting out yeah, Crash Call Bandicoot it? 4, and then, uh, who knows?
2: Well, they don't have to, because they got Call of Duty.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just weird. It's just crazy. They used to be, um, they used to do so much more, and now they're just like, well, they didn't, they used to make all the movie games. Yeah. Did all that. They had, uh, I don't well, know. They, made. they were, and the other annoying thing is that they acquired a lot of people and then just dumped them <laughs> or absorbed or, them into Call or of absorbed Duty. Absorbed
2: them into Call of Duty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, it's like they they just they don't have to do anything except that. And then if, if that ever if that well ever dries up, who knows what they would even do. They don't have any IP to work with, or that anyone cares about that much. It's just Call of Duty, which you know that it won't go away anytime soon. But um, we'll we'll see. I don't know. And yeah, BlizzCon It's like like they were like Overwatch Two. We're gonna do it, and I think that they were like somebody with the money looked at Overwatch Two, and they went, "So what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna fracture the player base? Mm-mm. You're not gonna do that." <laughs> Uh and and now I don't know did you so you said that you watched the Overwatch 2 uh behind the scenes development thing that they put out
2: Yeah, yeah, I watched it and I liked that they were going to do the single player campaign. Um I think that's cool.
1: It looked like it's single player and co-op stuff, but it doesn't affect the multiplayer it sounds like.
2: Yeah, I think it's cool that they're going to do that. But beyond the uh the single player stuff. I I don't know. It just seemed kind of like, you know, whatever. People are gonna buy it. It's gonna be really popular. Like I said, Blizzard is like the PC, Blizzard and CD Project Red were like <laughs> the PC Sony Santa Monica's and like, like version of that, where like whatever they make, it's gonna be huge, it's gonna be big, people are gonna love it. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. And, and, and that's all it's ever going to be. Like, you know, so we just got to understand that's just what. it's And they're going to spend more
1: than $60 because it's going to be designed to keep taking your money. Yes. Diablo 4 Auction House. It's all about that economy that they make because they are pocketing all that money. <laughs> all those fees. But yeah. Um. So that was Wizcon. Um. Not too much else that I think that we ran into This Ninja. I know you like Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden, uh, collection, Ninja Gaiden, <sighs> Look, uh, Sigma collect. What do
2: they, what do they even call it? Okay.
1: Legacy collection.
2: Like, something. Ninja Gaiden master collection, because you know, I just Google it and make sure I'm right. But I <laughs> think it's called the master <laughs> it's master collection. collection yep. And the and first, that's the
1: first, the first result, result is why fans are unhappy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, so the, okay. If you know me, you know I'm a huge Ninja Gaiden fan. I, you know, I actually have a very high rank in, uh, like, the uh, Karma Scores. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I, I played a lot of Ninja Gaiden. And um, it's... It's two different games, man. And the one that they're remaking is not the, the, not the definitive version of Ninja Gaiden for the fan base. Yep. Sigma 1 and, and 2. Yeah. Sig- the Sigma games, like I always call them trash, but they're not bad games. Okay? They're just not Itagaki Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. And for the fan base, Itagaki had this vision of what he wanted the games to be, the difficulty he wanted them to present, and the identity he wanted the games to have. And the Sigma series pretty much stripped that down to become more technically sound performing games. So when I say that, it sounds like bad. Like, well, well, why wouldn't you want it to be performed better? Well, we play a lot of games that perform like that are trash. Like, if you think about it in the scope of games, there are some cult classic games that don't necessarily play the best, but people love. You know, uh well, and and yeah, and and then
1: if know, like, Yeah, like if the reason that you love it um it's causing some of the performance issues well you don't you don't change the reason why you love it you change something else to you got to keep what people like but you know find the performance elsewhere
2: (laughs) You you figure out a way to make it perform better so the sigma games ended up becoming more bloated because they added missions from other characters like to kind of flesh out the story but it was just like no nobody wants to play as characters we want to play as this super ninja like like stop it. nobody wants it yeah and
0: did I, yeah did anyone ask for that uh. no nobody asked <laughs>
2: no nobody and um you know i'm not going to go in on sigma like that the the fan, base, the fan base is split just obviously because these aren't the definitive ninja Gaiden games at the remaster mhm and um that would have been the hopes. The hopes would have been that they remastered Ninja Gaiden Black, Ninja Gaiden 2, Vanilla,
0: and Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge.
2: Those are the three titles that if they would have remastered the series, nobody would have been unhappy. Because the Sigma players, say they've never played any of those games, they would have been playing a brand new game. Mm-hmm. But interesting. And and the fan base, the original fan base understands that the Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden 2 qualify as two of the greatest action games of all time. So it's, you know, that, that's why people are happy. And so, it's, you know, there's nothing to really speak on beyond that. Just if you're a Ninja Gaiden fan, kind of probably split on this, especially because if you own... If you own an Xbox, you realistically don't have a reason to buy this collection mm-hmm. because they've already enhanced Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden 2 so they both are running at 60 frames a second with up with upgraded resolution, upgraded visuals, and they run flawlessly. So you literally have no reason to go buy this collection. You were hoping that you would get the collection and it would be like new graphics so they would say, "Oh, we're going to take the first two games and remake them completely. So they're up to date graphically.
1: Right. Or maybe add some that, new, some new things to do
2: or. Yeah. That would have been the move. Yep. No, it's want, a. Don't get it too, bro, just play that. Yeah. It's just a repackage. Take the
1: two games, get them to work on different platforms. Which they already did because they came from Xbox and went to PlayStation Three. If you got it to work on PS Three, then it can work on anything. <laughs> yep, work to the cell. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, and it's weird to it's weird that it just. I was almost like, well, maybe he's going to be in Smash Bros, but nope. Um, I'm like, what? I'm like, where did this come from? I don't know. I guess Tecmo just wanted to make some money real quick. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I feel
2: like they're putting their toe in the water. Oh yeah, just true. see if they can make Ninja Gaiden Four. So depending on how this game does, you know they said like, oh, okay, cool, people want it. We'll make Ninja Gaiden for? It. Mm-hmm. But without Itagaki, it's not Ninja Gaiden.
1: It's like they got to get like, you know, they need, they need to do what uh, Final Fantasy 16 did. They got to poach somebody. They got to poach an action they person. They do.
2: <laughs> they can go to Platinum. and Just take whoever. Or just
1: give it to Platinum. Just license it to Platinum. Platinum Games presents Ninja Gaiden 4, people will go, lose their minds.
2: <laughs> <They> would. <laughs> they would trust them to make it. Right. Because they, what I consider the new greatest action game of all time, which is Bayonetta. I I think Bayonetta's better than Ninja Gaiden because it fixed the camera system. Ninja Gaiden's biggest flaw is the camera system.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like with Devil May Cry, the issue Devil May Cry has is like, put it like this. How does Devil May Cry not have dismemberment? Oh. You're swinging giant swords. <laughs> How does it not have dismemberment?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think they just skirted the performance. They didn't want to even get into the performance aspect of it. They've always just been pushing the gra- the traditional
0: graphics as far as they can go. Especially with five. I mean, great. that newer, that right tracing though, ooh. Yeah, high frame rate too. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm glad I waited on that one. I can't wait to play that, actually.
2: I think I might actually buy the new <laughs> version. Maybe I'll buy that for the PlayStation. Like I, you know, I'll probably buy that for the PlayStation. Yeah. I've yeah. always considered my crowd like really a PlayStation thing.
1: Yeah, it's like I had to get it on my computer, but I've got to play it on the console. I
2: don't know. That's where I played 1 yeah. through 3 and 4. I think i would get it. That I think that's the place to go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, not gonna not too, not gonna go too hard on Ninja God. Me and you had a really big conversation on that. Just it's unfortunate that they didn't pick the definitive version of the game.
0: Right, right. So, um. Just- well, uh, anything was anything coming up? I don't know what's
1: going on something coming out this friday I feel like something's ever, something's always coming out on fridays these days but other than wine division i don't really know what to look forward to
0: but
2: man uh, there's nothing coming up man it's just <laughs> look, it's okay man we actually had a podcast episode that didn't go a million hours um, <laughs> yeah. you know we got to the point oh there's the outro music um <laughs> But yo, man, it was cool, man, you know, getting to catch up, man. Yes,
1: and that's what we should do because we are at right. uh, only a, a little over an hour. Um, and there you go. There's a nice little wrapped up uh, re- re- recap to the news of the last couple weeks. So maybe it'll take another couple weeks for there to be some stuff to talk about and then we'll be back. <laughs>
2: well, okay, man. Well, look, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, me and Aaron, like, you know, we love doing this, man, because this, you know, this is one of our this is our time event about the things that we'd like to talk about so again it's chris mcleod got my boy aaron aka young nintendo direct you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh we gotta say it together man come on man you gotta say it man oh
1: man it's about hey, that man. time to drop the gate come on Drop the game. <laughs> Drop the game. All right. Yeah. Hit. Uh. You know. Hit us up too. Uh. Follow us. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Follow us on Twitch. You can watch us on uh any of those platforms and YouTube. Uh. This episode will be up probably tomorrow on YouTube. Edited, cut, cut up nicely. Um. Uh. And we'll see you next time. Yes. <laughs> Peace. mm mm-hmm.